Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Happy Saturday. Yeah, it's a Saturday edition of Minnesota Vikings Event Line. Declan Goff here uh, to take you through a Event Line edition. We have my guy Kyle and Derek here to talk a little Vikings in just a couple minutes. Uh, thank you for everyone for subscribing to Purple Daily on our YouTube page. If this is the first time you're watching us, thank you very much. Hit that subscribe button. We'll have daily conversations. But Judd Zolgad's out at training camp. We're going to have a uh, special live edition on Sunday, tomorrow. Uh, to break down uh, training camp and some other observations. There's a night practice on Saturday that Judd will be at, so click that subscribe button uh, if you want daily Minnesota Vikings content. If you would also like to get on edition of Vikings Vent Line, we have about uh, probably like five or six more shows before the regular season starts. Uh, if you want to get in on edition of Vikings Vent Line, please shoot me an email. It's scrolling right across the bottom of the screen right there. Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. I still have some room. I still have some people in queue uh, to put in on a future shows uh, before the regular season starts. Um, what, September 12th, 13th here? It's coming up just five weeks away. But if you want to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline uh, before the regular season starts, shoot me an email. It's Vikings Ventline at gmail.com. Also, follow us on Instagram at Score North. And we're even on TikTok. That's right. We're expanding even on TikTok. If you want to get in and uh, see some goofy videos, Judd's literally been playing cameraman at Vikings training camp the last few days. So if you want to see some highlights, check out over on Instagram, TikTok, and also and on Twitter at Score North. All right. Logistics are over. Let's bring in our two guys. We got Kyle, who's up north in Minnesota. We got Derek, who is uh, overseas in the UK. Derek is uh, serving our country for the Air Force. So thank you, Derek, for serving our country. And it's like midnight over there, right? Yeah, 11.08. 11.08. Okay, so you still got some time. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, not a, it's not an early morning for you tomorrow, though, is it? No. Okay, so you get to sleep in a little bit. Is, yes, is it, sir. You got, you got the day off, too, on Saturday or no? Uh, nope. Unfortunately, I got to okay. work. I work nights though. So I'll have right. to go in at three, probably get off at 11 again. Okay. Nice. Well, man, thank you for your service. Appreciate you coming on Vikings vent line with us. Of course. My guy, Kyle, you're in uh, Northern Minnesota. You're just a few, like what, 20 minutes South of Duluth, right? Is that correct? Yep. That's okay. correct. Cool, man. Yep. Uh, thank you guys for joining us, man. I appreciate you two, uh, coming on Vikings vent line. Um, let's, uh, let, let's get right into it. Shall we? Uh, Vikings training camp is underway. Uh, Judd Zolgad's out there, and he's been scouting. He's got a scout camp on. He's been filming. He's been watching practice. Uh, Daniil Hunter has been kind of lining up, I guess, all over. He's been on the left side. He's been on the right side. They might even move him in here uh, inside the defensive line every once in a while just to play some trickery on the quarterback. But I want to know from you, and Kyle, I'm going to start with you here. Uh, Do you think the Vikings should maybe bring in 
one more pass rusher, or are you kind of set and okay with these rookies and the other guys they got in-house that they can put on the opposite side of Daniil Hunter? Well, I would think uh, I would actually bring in someone on the opposite side of Daniil Hunter just to help him out. So that way, you know, he's not a, you know, everyone's going to be focused on Daniil Hunter because everyone knows, you know, how what a kind of athletic freak he is. So, um, you know, whether it's, uh, I think even Oliver Vernon would be a really good choice too, along with, you know, Chandler Jones. There's a couple of good guys that have double-digit sacks the last couple of years. Um you know, Oliver Vernon, I think he would be a, he would be like one of those flyer guys you could bring in because he ruptured his Achilles like towards the end of last year. And he had like nine sacks last year, so he was playing pretty good football until he ruptured his Achilles. Um, I think I would go that way if it was me. Um, yeah, that's, that's the way I'd go. I mean, they have solid rotational pieces too. DJ Wanham is good. Um, he's going to be like a freak like Daniel Hunter is. So I like, uh, I like their options this year. I was about to say, I think even Rick Spielman's calling you right now in the background because I, I think he uh, is burning a little bit there. He thinks uh, he, he likes what you're thinking there. He wants to consult with you. Yeah, I, I would love if uh, you could make Chandler Jones work. He's making like 20 million bucks, and I think the Vikes still have like 10, 11 million bucks in, in, in salary cap savings right now. So you'd have to either get some team to retain some money. Uh, you'd have to trade someone to make the salaries work. It's tough. I would love Chandler Jones. I mean, then you can just replace that, you know, Everson Griffin, Daniil Hunter situation that they had for the last few years. But, you know, some of these in-house guys might turn some heads too and develop into something. Uh, Derek, what do you think, man? Uh, are you okay with this in-house options? Do you want to see them bring in one more person? What do you think? Uh, I mean, truthfully, Chandler Jones would be awesome. But, I mean, even, like, the cap wizard, Rob Brzezinski, uh, I, I don't know if he could pull that off. But I, I think back to uh, 2019, Daniil's last really good season. And I remember defenses were keying in so hard on Daniil Hunter that Ifadio Denebo was over on the left side, and he had a pretty damn good season, honestly. So, I, I mean, it, it'd be nice to get like a Chandler Jones or somebody like that. But uh, I mean, honestly, I'm fine with like a DJ Wanham or a Steven Weatherly or I don't know. I just, I trust that with Daniil back, if he's a hundred percent that we're not in as dire straits as everybody likes to perceive. For sure, man. Yeah. I mean, last year with Daniil out, obviously the Vikings struggled to get after the quarterback, but now that Daniil's healthy and back and he's looking like he's ready to rock, um, you know, those other guys still might, things might open up for him. Daniel Hunter's a monster. You know, he's a top five defensive end in the league. And now all of a sudden it might give a chance for, yeah, like someone like Chandler Jones or a Fetty or even DJ Wanham to step in and, and, and make a heyday and, and also put his stamp as one of the better players on the opposite side of Daniel Hunter. Yeah. Chandler Jones sounds cool. Obviously. Like, I mean, he was an all pro like 20 sacks, two seasons ago. I mean, he was damn good. Um, it's just probably a little too late to probably make that cap work and make that trade work. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited that Neil Hunter is back. I mean, my God, there's probably the most missed Viking last season um, because that defense basically ran through him. So if Daniel Hunter is healthy, hopefully everyone else uh, can start opening things up. Uh, on the offensive line, so Judd Zolgad was at training camp, and he is just convinced. He's absolutely convinced that Dakota Dozier is going to get another job at starting right guard. And I know you guys yeah. are laughing, and it, it's, it's not laughing of, of good laughter. It's laughter of why are we doing this, and here we go again. Um, what is your level of concern if Dakota Dozier steps in week one as a starting right guard? Kyle, I'll start with you. Um, 
Well, all I gotta say is Kirk Cousins better uh, be run for his life because, I mean, Dakota Dozier, I, I don't even know how he's on an NFL football team. I mean, he's it's horrible. Like, I, like last year, every time they brought a blitz through his through his area of the line, yeah, they were getting through, and you know, Kirk Cousins is on his back where he even could even make his reads. Um, you know, he allowed like six sacks last year, which is like the second like worse in the NFL. Then he also had like ninth in penalties, which is that's that's bad. <laughs> I'd I'd rather go Udo. <laughs> so yeah, man. Even like yeah. All right, Ole Udo. All right, give him a shot. I guess. Like I, I have no idea how Dakota Dozier like swindled his way into getting another first team rep and possibly starting guard again. I mean, like Ole Udo, great, but also I'm just. And I have yet to ask Judd about this too to get more clarification. But like, why why isn't Wyatt Davis getting run at the right guard spot? Like, why why isn't he getting more time here and, and just and just solidify the line? You know, Christian Darisaw too. Having been mentioned him, he's been basically held out of practice here for the first few times here, and, and it's probably precautionary. He'll probably be all right. But I mean, I think football is one of those one sports where if you're if you're missing time. It is so hard to get quick, uh, get pick up the speed and pick up your playbook and know all that stuff. Obviously, with my build, I didn't play offensive line. I know that probably surprises <laughs> both of you, um, but I, I know how important that line is going to be for Kirk this year. But Derek, what do you think, man? How how concerned are you if you see Dakota Dozier on Week One? I mean, I'd, I'd, it'd be pretty concerning. But like, I was listening to, uh, I think it was today. I was listening to your guys, uh, well, Judd's thoughts on training camp. And I think he made a really interesting point, and it kind of made a little bit of sense. Like, Ole Udo, I feel like they don't want to throw him into the fire right away. They don't want to put him up with the first team and set him up for failure. So I like kind of – I think it was Judd that said Dakota Dozier is being used as kind of like a segue mm-hmm. for Ole Udo to be introduced to that spot, especially because uh, I guess his main position is tackle. Like, that's what he was drafted as. So, I I don't know. Like, I would love to see Udo and hopefully – I mean, honestly, at this point, anybody's an upgrade over Dakota Dozier, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I just don't even know how he got brought back. And, and like, I'm, I'm all for having depth, guys. You got to have people around on that line. But, I mean, you only drafted Darison Davis and, and – Obviously, God willing, they're going to step in and be probably pretty good offensive linemen for the Vikings in 2021. It's a big ask to have two rookies doing that. But I, I seriously have no idea with Dakota Dozier being the worst graded tack or guard, excuse me, in, by Pro Football Focus last year. And just, I mean, I don't know how anyone looked back at that tape and said, "Yeah, let's give him one more run." So, <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would have big time concerns if Dozier's out there, and I'd have even larger concerns if this Christian Darisaw injury actually keeps lingering and he misses time on week one. I mean, that's the linchpin to keep this offensive line intact, and it's a rookie, and it's asking a lot of them. So, man, I, I, if this offensive line is basically the same civ it was last season, I mean, you're looking at the same situation we had in 2020. So it's kind of crazy how everything basically hinges on that offensive line protecting Kirk. It's, uh, it's going to be possibly a long year if that's the case. Uh, third question here for you, boys. and So we do this every year. We call it Mr. Mankato. I know they're now in Egan. We've liked it. We've had some people say like Egan every man, but that just doesn't sound very cool or have the same ring to it. So we're, we're just sticking with Mr. Mankato. And I'm guessing you guys are a little familiar with what Mr. Mankato is. Um, we've been doing it for the last, I think, seven, eight years um, at 1500 ESPN and now score North. And basically it's trying to find the training camp standout. And 
we have a couple rules that it can't be first or second round picks. So it's third round picks and on second year guys, undrafted guys. Uh, I would love to know who you have as your Mr. Mankato picks. Kyle, who is your favorite so far, or who would you like to see step up and win Mr. Mankato in 2021? Um, I would actually like to see uh, Blake Pruell. I think you know he kind of one of those you know undrafted, un, you know undrafted, um, you know one of those undrafted uh, players that you know no one really ever talks about. Um, you know, I, you know, if you look at his college stats, he looks like a pretty solid you know backup where Thielen slots in. Um, you know, I, I I like him. I think he's uh, kind of one of those guys, you know, whatever talk about. I like to see, see him win it, for sure. Hey, kids, how's the water? It's full of weeds. I can't move my legs. Uh, your arms are free, right? Yeah. yeah. Wave them around. It's fun. you kidding me? This can't be happening. This is Jamie from the Aquaside Company. Clear your water completely. Destroy weeds, algae, and the muck that's preventing you from enjoying your waterfront property. We know your time in the water is precious. We're the Aquaside Company. Call 800-328-9350 or visit Aquaside.com. State permit may be required. Nice, man. Derek, what do you think, man? He's got a Mr. Mankato favorite for this year? Uh, well, I'll be honest. When I when you guys aired the episode, I feel like it's a little bit of cheating now that we've had a couple <laughs> days of training sure. camp. Sure, But uh, truthfully, when like I was watching the episode, I was with Mackie, and I, I was high on Zilstra. Yeah. But uh, with the little bit of look-see that we've gotten so far, I'd probably say K.J. Osborne. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he's looking damn good in camp, and I know. Yeah, at, we're three days into this now, but uh, yeah, yeah. KJ Osborne looks like a stud, and I know they signed DD Westbrook. I'm, I'm happy he's on the team, obviously, but man, KJ might be stepping in here. And, and I believe on Friday, BC Johnson left with an apparent injury. I don't know how serious that is. Uh, KJ Osborne could absolutely turn some heads here, and I know he was gunning for you know some special teams and pra- and punt returner, kick returner stuff. Um, yeah, he looks like so far the early on favorite in the first couple days of practice. I went with Kenny Nwangu. Um, I kind of had the same philosophy of, all right, some punt returns, some kick returns. Um, hopefully the special teams was such a disaster last year for the Vikings kicking and even returning that I thought Nwangu, who was a pretty good, pretty good guy at Iowa, that he could maybe step in here and maybe uh, solidify some punt and special teams. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see if he can win it. But, yeah, K.J. Osborne so far, I think, is the leader in the clubhouse of the first three days. I'm curious to see uh, who ends up winning the Mr. Mankato Award. I think we'll crown that in about a month or so. I believe it's after the last preseason game before the regular season. So there's still plenty of time uh, for other guys to jump in. A little impromptu questions uh, for both of you guys here. I want to know, I, I've, I've asked the last few listeners this, how many wins you have for the Vikings in 2021. Uh, Kyle, I'll start with you. What is your uh, final record prediction this year for the Vikes? Um, granted, their schedule, you know, they have some they have some tough games in there, but, you know, it's not like there's a gauntlet gauntlet stretch like there was last year um i'm actually gonna go with like 11 to 12 wins this year okay for them so i'm pretty optimistic this year yeah i i have the ceiling at 11 um man if that's like what we just talked about dakota dozier i mean i'm gonna have to trickle that down a little (laughs) bit but uh i I think they can win 11 games i think they can yeah it's a tough schedule but i i think 11 can be something they get to Derek, what about you man how many wins for the vikings this uh i'd i'd probably say the ceiling would be 12 wins. Okay. But I think the floor is also pretty low, which scares me. It it all depends on like how the defense meshes together cuz there's a lot of new pieces. Patrick Peterson if he can get back to 
not necessarily the player he used to be because I think that's long gone, but being more serviceable for our defense than he was his last year in Arizona and then the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I think 11 wins can be an achievable thought. You know, I think the other thing, too, is this whole dilemma in Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers is back now. Okay, great. Uh, I just think that it just has such disaster written all over with how yeah. they handled the offseason. And, like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is still damn good, and he's still scary, but I, I think just the way everything has matured there, it just doesn't – I don't know how you'll look at that team, even with Rodgers coming back and be like, oh, yeah, we're just going to run it back and 13 wins, NFC Championship game, Super Bowl, we're back in it. I, I still think the Vikings are the favorite to win that division. Kyle, what do you think? Do you think they can still win the NFC North? I agree. I You know, I think, um, you know, if you look at the you know, teams like Tampa Bay, Seattle, um, you know, Arizona, Arizona should be okay. Um, I, I think uh, Minnesota will be probably top five NFC. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Derek, what do you think? Do you think the Vikings are still the favorite to win the division? Oh, yeah, I definitely think so. I thought uh, last week I thought Rodgers wasn't coming back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking then, like, oh, shoot, we could sweep the division. Yeah. But I think now that Rodgers is back, I think we split with the Packers mm-hmm. and we beat the Bears both times and the Lions. So, yeah, I think we definitely are going to win the division this year. Yeah, uh, I mean, the Lions look like a disaster. That has like a 4-3-4 win team written all over yeah. it. Uh, I guess, you know, at the Bears, Justin Fields is your X factor. If he steps in as a stud, then, I mean, now all of a sudden we got a three-team race, but I, I doubt that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I still think the Vikings win this division. I was kind of thinking the same thing as you, Derek, uh, about a week ago. I was like, I don't, I don't see a division loss if, if it's Blake Bortles and Andy Dalton <laughs> and Jared yeah. Goff. Like, are you kidding me? That's going to be a clean sweep in the North. Now maybe a split with Green Bay, and maybe there's a trap game involved with Chicago or Detroit. But, uh, yeah, I still think 11 wins, and the Vikes should still be the favorites uh, to win the NFC North this year. Uh, dudes, thanks for joining me. I, I'm going to give both of you here a little uh, time to give a shout-out. Kyle, I'll start with you. I'll give you 60 seconds for either a shout-out, one last take. The uh, floor is yours, sir. Um, I like to say, uh, I guess shout out to my wife. Uh, she, she deals with my Viking stuff every year, whether it's, you know, crying or mad or, you know, if they lose, like, especially a playoff game, I'm mad the rest of that day. So, you know, I thank her a lot for putting up, uh, for me being a Vikings fan. Cause she, she just, she eggs me on. She's like, Oh yeah. You know, the Packers are going to the NFC championship game oh. this year. And I'm like, pack- don't even a start. Fan too? No, she just likes doing it. She, it's it's a dig that she does every year. You know, she's like, "Oh, I heard the Vikings lost tonight." You know, on Monday Night Football and stuff. And it's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know. I watched the game." <laughs> it's just a uh, good husband wife dynamic, right? Just a good dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Just, it makes just, life yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Derek, what about you, man? You got a anyone you want to shout out or one last take you got for me? Uh, I'm gonna shout out my dad because he's the one that. Uh gave me the love instilled the love of the Vikings in me. And I mean, every single, I mean, from the time I was a newborn infant up until I left for basic training this last year, I hadn't missed a single Vikings game. So uh, I want to thank him and Kyle, my fiance and I, we kind of have the same dynamic to it. <laughs> she she has a lot of family awesome. in Milwaukee and stuff. So, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So she likes to egg me on and she, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I'm uh when we're watching the games, I'm going to show up to the house in a Packers Jersey. And I said, you're gone then. Yeah. <laughs> and she doesn't believe me, but 
Get that ring back if that's the case. Get that ring yeah. back if that's the case. Go sleep out in the truck or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not sleeping on the couch. I think she'll be sleeping on the couch. I feel you. Yeah, she'd be sleeping on the bed. I'd be sleeping in, you know, whatever, outside. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Kyle, Derek, thank you so much for uh, coming on Vikings Event Line and supporting Score North. We appreciate you guys. Uh, if anyone wants to get in on a future episode, shoot me an email. It's scrolling across the screen, Vikings Event Line at gmail.com. Uh, stay tuned tomorrow for Mackie and Judd and myself. We'll do a Sunday night little happy hour uh, to recap the Vikings night practice in the last few uh, or the first few days, I should say, of Vikings training camp. So stay tuned for that on our YouTube channel and give us a rating on Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com, and we'll see you tomorrow and skull.